doing? Hope that we're all well. It's me, Ryan Hartley, here for episode 52 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview session. So good to have you with us. Um, really grateful for you showing up. And hopefully it'll be time well spent in our in our company. So as I say, it's me, Ryan Hartley, um, always better than yesterday, and here we are with episode 52. And if this is the first time you are joining an always better than yesterday interview session, let me just say thank you for, for taking the time out and spending it with us. Um, and secondly, the reason I'm doing this is to help you learn the habits and mindset behind successful and inspiring people. So hopefully this will be um, time well spent for you to hear, learn and understand um, what works for my guest so that actually you might go out and be able to use um, some of that in your own life to, to really help you uh, be always better than yesterday. Because I genuinely believe that I think the way we think informs the way that we act and the way that we act will inform the results that we get. So if I can help you this evening by um, by shaping, just changing the way that you think so that you go and get better results at the end of it, then then that's what I'm here to do. Good to see you go. Loads of people on at the moment. So good to see Nathan, Dave, um, Gabrielle, Jess, Bill, Adam. Um, hello, Andrew, mate. Hello. Good to see you, Jem, Bill. Loads, loads of friendly faces. Cat, nice to see you guys. Thank you so much for joining. Um, at any point, if you feel like that you need to share what's being said with that one special person in your network, then then please do that. Um, and also ask my guest all of your curious questions. So I'm about to bring episode 52. Really looking forward to this one. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Hey, man. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. So drop loads All of right. love heart emojis for my guest, Nathan Todd. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in uh, the state of South Carolina. It is hot as all get out, but uh, it's a beautiful day to be alive, my friend. Happy days. We do with the honor and the privilege of introducing your good self to the, the watchers and the listeners. Yeah, man. Um, so I was thinking about this when we talked yesterday, and and here's what I really think is important to kind of get people started and introduced to me. So uh, let's get all the normal stuff out of the way. I'm the founder and creator of No Label Defines Me Coaching, but here's the important stuff. When I was born, I was born two months premature, right? And that led to me having a disability called cerebral palsy, which uh, for people who don't understand and don't know what that is, really breaking it down really, really simply, it's a brain injury that happens at or around birth. And so that has impacted my life greatly in every aspect of my belief system, um, what I go out and I create in the world. Because from day one, without even like knowing it, I learned to be a fighter. I learned to mm. fight to have the will to live. And even though I don't mm. remember that, I completely believe that that shaped part of who I am today. Amazing. 
Thank you for sharing that, my friend. And you know, take us a little bit more on your journey. Take us a little bit around your story f- between that kind of that birth and just who you've become in that process to who you are today. Yeah. So I'm 33 years old. And so it's been, it's been an amazing uh, 33 year ride here. Um, another story that I was thinking about, it actually happened when I was probably five or six years old. And since we're all about mindset, this is, um, that's what I'm going to try and share stories of my life that have, Please, have yeah. shaped that for me. So I was playing t-ball <laughs> and so, it, um, that's for those, if you don't know, t-ball is the, the baseball you play as a little kid and you hit the ball off the tee and, I remember one game very specifically. You know, when you're a little kid, you're out there, you're playing in the dirt. (laughs) You don't really care about the rules. You're just outside and you're like releasing energy. (laughs) But see, I'm the son of a football coach. So (laughs) I've been around my whole (laughs) life. I'd been around sports and I'd seen like structured sports and I'm like, well, that's not how you're supposed to play. And I would take it very seriously. I just remember one game, we got destroyed. <laughs> we absolutely got killed. And the coach uh, at the end sat us all down in the dugout, and he called me out. He said, he said I want to talk about Nathan. And here's where my mind went. My mind went, oh, man. I'm the reason we lost. Yeah. I, I'm the worst player out here, but I was doing my best. Like, I froze and I started crying. And, you know, the thing he said <laughs> was, if you guys played half the way that this kid plays, we would have done a whole lot better. Wow. And, and I share that story because look at where my mind went. Mm. And that was all based on, like, the influences and the um, information I had taken in as a kid from the outside world, Mm. saying that you have a disability, you're not supposed to be able to do these things. Yeah. So I'm already predisposed to (laughs) be thinking in a frame of mind of, I'm different, mm. I'm less than. Um, so and how, did you, how, did, how did that moment take you down a different path? I think that moment just gave me the, uh, the understanding that I was doing something where people were paying attention and it wasn't seen as a negative. Mm. It was it was seen as I was doing the best I could and I was giving my all and mm. um, yeah, well. like the why not, why not me uh, type of mentality. Yeah. Um, so that happened. Then uh, let's just fast forward all the way to I graduate high school. 
and then I go to college. I remember thinking in college, like, let me uh, let me try and figure out how to get out of here in in four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, after I graduated, that was like one of those life uh, lessons that just kind of like slaps you around and tells you. Uh, you think life's one way, but here's what reality is. Because uh, I graduated in 2008, and and here, not only was that not the best time to graduate college, but I could walk into interviews and automatically feel the energy in the room mm-hmm. of, <laughs> well, this is a waste of our time. Um this, we don't know what to do with someone who's got a disability. Is it going to cost us more money? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a liability? And I mean, that happens every single day mm-hmm. for people with disabilities where you just walk in, you do great on phone interviews. It's all good. You walk in and that stark difference between you and the person sitting across from you <laughs> just kind of creates a, a clash that we haven't really figured out how to navigate as a society to this point. Um, what would you do? If you, if you had the, the, the fix and the solution, what would you do? Yeah, I was just talking about this a little bit yesterday too. And I think ultimately, from from both sides, from um, able-bodied people to people who have disabilities, I ultimately think it comes down to being able to communicate with each other, being able to sit down and have conversations like this one, where you just get to see each other as human beings. Like that's what I would want to take away. I would want to take away any kind of label that says, oh, you have this, so you're supposed to be this way. And we just show up Mm -hmm. and we say, hey, you're Ryan and I'm Nathan. Nice to meet you. Here's who I am as a human being. Um, uh, It's really powerful, man. And, And obviously that then touches hugely on to you know, what you've just said in your introduction on no label. Um, how did you create that? Where did that come from? <laughs> Who knows, man? Honestly, it came from, <laughs> it came from me doing my work. Um, and, and it kind of ties back into the story. So I graduate, a whole year goes by, I don't get any job offers, anything. I spend all this time interviewing my uncle, who lives in Nebraska, knew of a Center for Independent Living that's an organization that's a um, nationwide thing here in the United States, and, and there are places around the world as well. But he just happened to know that they existed. He called the one that was here. I went in just to see about services, had an interview, and... I was brought on as an intern, but I mean, that's just how life works out sometimes. <laughs> it's just crazy mm. coincidences happen, 
crazy connections happen and you just got to roll with it. And when they happen, you've got to step into that and say, okay, now's my shot. So I've got to take it for, for what it's worth. Um, and mm-hmm. every day for nine years, I would hear people come in and have the story of what they can't do. That's how all the stories would start. Um, And I remember one story really vividly of a young kid who's uh, a couple years younger than me talking about Mm -hmm. how he wanted to go to California or wanted to go on a trip, but there was no way he could get on an airplane. And I'm like, well, let me tell you that uh, you may use a wheelchair, but I know someone who has less mobility than you and uses a wheelchair and can barely move any part of his body that I was on a plane with, right? I was on a trip with him, and it's, it's like no labels is about creating possibility and and a lot of times if you don't have any frame of reference Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to even think of that being a real thing so i mean that's that's ultimately what it is about for me it's not about that no label is ever going to define us because labels define every part of who we identify ourselves to be. It's about realizing that you can peel off one. Mm. If it's no longer serving you, just rip it off, get out a Sharpie Mm. and rewrite Mm. what you want it to be. And then slap that on. You, um, You talked about having this will and determination and being a warrior what does that really mean in terms of your mindset? You know, what you're, you're a powerful human being, you're a powerful creator. And, um, that didn't just happen. Like what, what, (laughs) what sort of mindset things have you built over the years that have really helped you and keep you showing up? Yeah. So I think that goes back to my parents, honestly, and Mm -hmm. the idea that they said, Life isn't going to be this way. It's not changing. Uh, That doesn't make you any less. That just means that we get to adapt around the circumstances that are here and now Mm -hmm. to figure out how to make them work. Um, Mm. And I think here is another example. There is one time we were going camping and (laughs) we were out at the campground and I was with a couple of my friends, and I didn't learn to walk until I was about four years old. Mm. And I remember uh, my mom tells a story about my friend tripped and fell, and here was my response. I was like, oh, it's okay. They just haven't learned to fall yet. (laughs) Um, Because let me tell you, there's been – I spent a lot of time on the ground, um, just tripping and 
and falling, scraping knees, getting bloody. Yeah. And I think that's, that's so powerful just in the fact that, look, that's going to happen for each and every one of us. It mm -hmm. might not be an actual fall down and hit the ground for you. It might be a metaphorical one, but those are the times every time I would fall down when I was little, I would say crash and burn. Right. And so in life, you're going to crash and you're going to burn, but it's in that moment when you're sitting there in the fire trying to figure out what in the heck is going on that's going to forge who you become when you get out of that. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. My friend Hannah says that um, she let, lets good labels dwell in her heart. A true good identity is crucial to our present and future. I'm just curious to know what yeah. um, positive label, what positive identity do you have? Yeah, so... I am a powerful, authentic, loving man. There's one of my mm. positive labels. And I also identify uh, with the word disability being a positive label. Sure. Because if Tell I didn't have, yeah, if I didn't have this disability, I wouldn't probably be on this show. I wouldn't have created a platform around no label defines me i wouldn't be speaking in front of audiences and i wouldn't have written a book um to me to me disability represents strength it represents knowing that every day of your life yeah you're going to have to adapt. It doesn't matter who you are because in a, mm -hmm. in a flash of a moment, in a snap of a finger, circumstances can show up in your life. And guess what? They don't just go away. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You, you have to figure out what it means for you and how you're going to navigate your way through it. Yeah. It's powerful, man. So at what point did you get in your own journey that you thought about helping others? Um, I think that was all through life, man. And I think that that goes back to my mom. So when I was a little kid, I was actually an ambassador for the March of Dimes. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> my mom would write these speeches. She would actually say that she would give the speech, but I would be up there and I'd be smiling and tell jokes and <laughs> flirt with all the ladies and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, but I think that that helped me see the power of what's possible with <laughs> what I've been given in my life. Yeah. So I think it started there. And then <clears throat> working at the organization Accessibility, um, I always felt called to like show up and, and be an example for each and every one of those individuals who walked in the door, yeah. who have a negative story about what's happening. So trying to figure out how to reframe that. Mm. And I actually want to say this too. There's not anything wrong about acknowledging that 
something is negative and that something sure. is um uh, that you don't like the way that something is the, the thing is okay it is this way so how do we again adapt and mm. change it to to what we want it to be um yeah but to get to where i am today here's here's what happened and it was a interesting switch for me so two years ago or something something like that i think it was two years ago uh, i was doing a program i was helping my buddy put a program together for the organization and as part of payment for supporting him and doing that he purchased a ticket for me to go to the summit of greatness Right. I'm like, oh, cool, man. This is going to be like the first big conference that I ever go to. And so I go <laughs> and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, holy crap, there's a lot of people here. And I made one declaration during that first time there. And that was that at the end of every day, I would get on in the community and I would do a live about my reflections upon the day. And so when I did that, <laughs> the next day, <laughs> I would be in line. I would be waiting for something that was going on. And people would be like, hey, mm. don't, I, don't I know you? <laughs> I, I'm pretty mm. sure I know you. <laughs> And it was just from going on and having the courage to do that thing that was kind of a little bit uncomfortable and yeah. putting myself out there. Uh, but yeah. I, I walked away from that and my buddy asked me, so how was that experience for you? And I said, this whole thing, I've been outside of my comfort zone. I've been the most uncomfortable that I've been mm -hmm. in a long time um, because my story was, who am I to be here? All these people are entrepreneurs. Yeah. All mm -hmm. these people are making tons of money. And I'm just this guy that works at a nonprofit in, mm -hmm. in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> and so how, did that, but, how did that event transform the way you saw yourself then, mate? Oh man. Yeah. I was, I was just about to get into, I met one of our mutual friends that I, I didn't know from anything. It was just, I was talking to people on Instagram and old Heather parody pops in and she's like, Hey, we've got to meet each other. Yeah. Yeah. The one and only she, she popped in. She's like, Hey, we got to meet each other. And so she just randomly found me as I was sitting eating some dinner during one of the dinner breaks. And we just sat on a hill and we, we talked and it kind of transformed like just seeing the value that my story was creating in that conversation. Mm. Right. Um, so she was a big support in shifting that conversation uh, for me. We had the conversation. 
I went and found my buddy, and then she comes running up to me, and she just got Brian, her husband, on <laughs> on FaceTime because she's like, you guys have to meet each other. Uh, I'll never forget that, probably until till the day I leave this earth. It just it was so funny, and we've formed a bond um, just from that mm. one moment. And so I went back this this last um, conference, and I was a completely different person. I I showed up with the intention of if I'm going to make the most out of this movement, I believe that I'm called to show other people with disabilities that you can meet people that you think are famous, that are influencers, mm. and you can bring just as much value to the world yeah. that they are bringing. So. Yeah, I made it my goal to talk to as many of the speakers as possible and to get their definition of no label defines me. That's so cool, man. I saw your video with Lewis Howells giving his response to you. Oh, man. If somebody has the... Uh, <laughs> when When everybody in the row got up and pointed at me and said, Nathan has a question... Like, before that video, here's, here's what he said. He said, well, I guess this guy's going to ask the question, and th <laughs> this is going to be the last one, so it better be good. And I was like, oh, no pressure. Wow. No, no pressure. That's the power of um, people in your corner and calling you to do more than what you probably would have done yourself. You know, that's, I think that's the power of a real community that's going to just – just bring you into the person that you know you couldn't, you can be. Um, that's an amazing story, man. And you're right, Heather was very, very complimentary of you when I interviewed her a few weeks back. Speaks very highly of you, and yeah, it's been a, it's been a great connection to, to form. And so, where are you now? How are you helping people now with with your uh, with your work? Um, so I'm supporting people through my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I also have group programs. Uh, what my goal is, is to get more opportunities to speak and to tell my message in, in that way, because I do believe that speaking is, is something that I've been called to do from the, the very earliest of days and I just think that's where my head is at right now is how do I become one of those individuals who's up there on those stages that can share a, a story in a way that that people are moved and that mm. people relate to it even though they don't have the same story as me. Uh, we all, there are yeah. key things that are the same for all of us. So it's about relating back to you, whoever you are that's watching, and knowing that uh, your circumstances don't define you. Really, it comes down to the actions yeah. that you take that, that define you, I believe. Um, so mm. that's... So, so we've got a comment from yeah, Jay. That, he says, love Nathan and the incredible potential of the no-label movement. Where's the no-label movement going, mate? 
Where's it going? And how can we help get involved and, and push that forward? Um, I'm kind of excited to, to see where it goes. Uh, I really do, like, another thing I want <clears throat> it to turn into is I want it to turn into events. I want it to continue to grow into a, into a community. Um, the interesting thing is uh, I've got a buddy, Matt, who's uh, been supporting for a long time, and he, he'll be rocking the merchandise. And he said one time he went on a trip in the airport, and the guy said, don't you realize how ironic that shirt is? Because it's it's the no label defines me logo, and he said, "Aren't you labeling yourself right there?" And it's like, "Yeah, absolutely." <laughs> but did not did not start a conversation, Excellent. right? And and so when I see it, I see no label defines me as becoming a movement that is a community where people <clears throat> feel safe to be themselves. And they feel safe. Mm. Uh, I really want people with disabilities to understand that no matter what their disability is, they bring value to the world. And this has shown up multiple days this week. So if you're in this group and you don't currently follow me, go check out my Instagram or or Facebook. And I tell... um, Brendan Farbstein, who, if you don't know, he's a super powerful little person who's a motivational speaker. I think he's only 19. And he posted about a comedian who said that dwarves are abortions that made it. Right? And I, uh, I don't tend to get into all that stuff because I'm like that's that's just somebody being ignorant and stupid um mm-hmm. but I don't I felt called to actually share my story around that because he may have been talking about little people during that joke but that <laughs> that applies to me and that applies to many people who may see this where I have people that if I'm with a group of people, they'll assume that I can't speak for myself. They'll assume that Mm. somebody else is going to make decisions for Mm. me. And even when, if I'm out with my family and my mom happens to be with me, We went somewhere, and I was buying a bed, and my mom kept telling the lady, he's buying a bed, quit talking to me. And the lady just didn't get it. (laughs) And she talked to my mom the whole time. And I swiped my credit card, and I'm like, oh, I hope you enjoy my money. It's it's my money. It's not my mom's money. (laughs) I hope you you enjoy that. Um, But... No one should ever feel like they're devalued, man. That's, and it happens all the time. It, I've been called you people. And mm. I've had situations where 
we were hanging with uh, friends, and they're like, why are you hanging out with those people? Because uh, they're pretty sure. cool people. Uh, they're hmm. they're funny people. So how do you how do you how do you deal with that? How do you deal with that? How do you build the mindset? How do you, that's a tough tough world. Yeah. So, just sitting here right now, when you said that, here's what I think. I think two things. I think that at some level, you get so used to it that it it kind of becomes second nature to push things down and actually bury them in all honesty uh, of, and yeah, that's just, that is what it is type deal. But I also want to say that I think it's important that people realize that it's okay if you're sitting there and, and people are saying things like that to you, <laughs> that it's okay to actually mm. cr- cry and have actual emotions around that, be angry, yeah. um, not understand why people are this way, because I don't think we'll ever really figure mm-hmm. out exactly why people do the things that they do. I feel like one of the best ways to to navigate that, though, is to uh, show up and, and figure out how to have conversations. Again, I really do think that it ultimately comes down to um, having the courage to put yourself out there and to, to be rejected, because trust me, if you go try and talk to some strangers and and you've got a visible difference, it's not going to be, oh, oh yeah, let me talk to you because you, uh, you came up and talked to me. Um, But that's really how I believe that things are going to change. But as the person with the disability, here's, here's the challenge that I've seen and that I will keep going back to is because of all this and because of the societal perception of disability currently in the world, there's a lot of angry people and they haven't learned to deal with those emotions in a Mm. constructive, positive way. So we can get labeled as the, angry disabled person i mean i i've lashed out at people before because you reach a point where you're like i'm tired of dealing with this i'm i'm tired of trying to make you understand and and i think that yeah i i just think that I don't I don't know the answer. I don't know if I'll ever find the answer, but that's going back to the movement. Those are the types of things that I want I want it to create. I want it to create conversation. I want it to create possibility and I want people uh I don't just work with people with disabilities, but it's something I'm called to do just because that's a major part of my story. 
because this stuff can apply to you if you don't have a disability at all. And I just, Mm. I want people to feel seen. I want people to feel heard and I want people to understand that they matter. I love that. I love that. What does it mean to you to be always better than yesterday, my friend? It means that you move 1% closer to the goal that you have set in front of you. It means that if you're sitting there in frustration today, you move 1% away from that by finding the good in any situation. Mm. Uh, Let me me tell you uh, a quick story about this time I was in seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade. I really don't remember what grade this lady taught, but I can, I can remember this, no doubt. So, (laughs) you know, you're always like, you have to raise your hand to go to the bathroom. I'm like, man, I got to go to the bathroom. So I raise my hand. I got my hall pass. I'm ready to go. I'm going to the bathroom. I, I take care of business. I go flush the urinal. Nothing happens. I'm like, huh, that's weird. So I, I look around. I'm like, okay, I, I got to get back to class. I flush it again. And, man, let me tell you, I just hear this rumbling. And, and then, Boom. The urinal exploded. The urinal exploded. And I just have water raining down on me. And I'm standing there like, what in the world just happened? What just happened? And in that moment, I'm like grabbing all of the like cheap paper towels they have to pay for. And... I'm like trying to pad off and I'm like, well, this isn't going to work. There's, there's not <laughs> enough, there's not enough paper towels in here to fix this problem. And I stood there and I'm like, what do I even do? I, I had two choices. I'm like, I have to go back to class or I'm just going to be in the bathroom all day. And I tell the story <laughs> because that's the way life is. Life is going to show up, and the toilet's going to explode on you, and you're going to have to figure out what the next step is. It might not be pretty, but uh, you have no, like, you have no other choice. You just got to make the best decision you can and move forward. Mm. I went back to class, and I'm like, you guys won't believe this. Uh, they're like, they're, they're like, why, why are you dripping wet? I was like, yeah, I just decided to take a bath. Uh, <laughs> I know it's the middle of the school that's, day, but that's uh, so I, I think always just... better than <laughs> yesterday is about knowing that life's going to show up and it's going to have circumstances that happen like that. And you've got to be able to like, mm laugh at it and you've got to figure out okay how do i want to move forward yeah that's so cool i love that um i just want to take the time to say hey thank you for 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 taking the time to 
join the the podcast or YouTube um, or even with us Facebook Live right now. Thank you for taking the time to spend it with with us. Um, I'm sure that what Nathan has been sharing this evening will be of, of value to you or at least someone in your network. So please have a little think about who that one person is right now and, and just share it with either them on your timeline or in their inbox because sometimes um, a little helping hand from a friend is, is all we need. Um, and I just want to say thank you to you, Nathan. Such an inspiration. Always um, love hearing the content that you're putting out. I know we've been recently connected, but this is, um, yeah, it's been a great conversation. I've really, really enjoyed the insight that you, that you bring. Um, and I'd just like to leave you with the, oh, first of all, how can people connect with you? How can they find um, more of your content and, and, and the like? Yeah, so you can go to themusclemotivator.com. That's the website. Or you can follow me on social media. So my main two platforms are Facebook and Instagram. And on Instagram, it's the underscore Nathan underscore Todd. Um, I also, because of the podcast, I recently uh, created a new channel there. So it's No Label Live Show if you want just the podcast stuff. Um, and man, I just, thanks for, for having me on. It's been uh, fun telling, telling stories and not a lot of people know that, that story I just shared, but I know if any of my <laughs> friends, if, if any of my friends watch it, oh, it's one of my buddy's favorite stories. Cause he was there. He remembers seeing me uh, walk through the door. Um, and I just want to <laughs> leave people with, with this. And that's like, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, no matter how you find this, you're up to big things. Even if you don't uh, feel like it at the moment, every day you're up to big things and, and you're impacting the world. Maybe you need to stop looking at the world as this big blue marble in the sky and start looking at it as the 360 degrees around you and say, that's my world. How can I impact the 360 degrees around you? Because, look, you have to be patient. Things are going to take time when you're changing the world. It takes time. You have to be diligent. You have to know that whatever you're doing was given to you to show it care and to, to give it the um, nurturing that it needs. But it was only given to you and only you can bring it to the world. And then you must mm. never, never quit on that. Never quit on something you feel called to do. It's not going to be easy road, but I don't feel like you yeah. should ever quit when you feel called to do something. Yeah, such a great final thought, my friend. Thank you, uh, everyone that's taken the time out to, to watch and listen. And Nathan, thank you, my friend. We will talk again very soon. Um, yeah. I'd just like to say I hope everybody has a great week. Love you all. Much love. Cheers, brother. All right, man.